You know, we could all use some encouragement. And I've got some good news for you. Welcome to 5 Minutes with Mark. Welcome back to 5 Minutes with Mark. We're picking up the story, the Gospel of Mark, chapter 4, and we're at verse 10. Remember, Jesus has just given the multitude the parable of the sower. Without explanation, he finishes with, He who has ears to hear, let him hear. And then he walks away. But in verse 10, it says, But when he was alone, those around him with the twelve, interesting, asked him about the parable. And he said to them, to you, it has been given to know the mystery of the kingdom of God. But to those who are outside, all things come in parables, so that seeing they may see and not perceive, and hearing they may hear and not understand, lest they should turn and their sins be forgiven them. Hmm. So, what did Jesus just say? Well, Again, interesting, right? It's it's the people who are with him and the twelve. So that lets us know that Jesus is still moving with a community, right? It's it's not just the twelve apostles. There are other disciples. There are women in the group. There are other people that are following Jesus that are kind of in the the inner circle. And they gather around and 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 they ask, "What was that all about? This parable?" And Jesus says, "Look, I'm going to explain it to you. To you it has been given to know." The mystery of the kingdom of God. Now, I think we need to wrestle with that for just a minute. The mystery of the kingdom of God is still a thing, right? Um, for years, for years now, personally, I have been gripped with this idea of the kingdom. What I see in the Gospels, as clearly in the Gospel of Mark, is that what Jesus came to do was not to offer salvation. What Jesus came to do was to atone for the sins of humanity, certainly. But he also came to reveal the kingdom, the mystery of the kingdom. And, and when he uses that word, what, what he's basically saying is, look, this idea, this concept, it's been here all along. It's just that no one understands it. Nobody's grappling with it. Nobody's unlocking it. There's The clues are everywhere. The clues are everywhere. Through the scriptures, through Israel, through the history of God's people. The clues are everywhere that there is a king and a kingdom that exist apart from the earthly kingdoms of men, apart from this worldly system that is based on, on success, on financial success, on, on exercising power and dominion over other people, on accumulating stuff, on uh, you know, basically putting your will over the will of others. And that's the world we live in. You know, everybody's looking for a bargain. Everybody's looking for a way to be one up on the guy next door. We even do that at the grocery store where we, you know, we all try to jump in line to get in front of the guy with the, the cart full of stuff and we just got a handful so that we don't have the inconvenience of having to wait for him, right? And it's everyday life. And Jesus says, look, 
There's a kingdom. There's a different way of viewing the world. There's a different way of engaging God. There's a different way of understanding the nature of man and the nature of the divine. And I have come to reveal this mystery. And he says to this little handful, to you, I'm going to reveal it. To you, it's been given to understand. To the others, to those who are outside, it comes in parables. It comes hidden in these obvious stories. If you have ears to hear, if you have spiritual discernment, you'll pull out what is being said. But there's a reason that he does this. And he goes into this, seeing that they may see and not perceive, hearing they may hear and not understand, lest they should turn and their sins be forgiven them. That's a cryptic little message, right? And I think we struggle with that. You mean to tell me that Jesus is teaching in parables so that the people who hear it won't understand and won't be saved? Well, that's kind of what he just said. But the reference actually is back in, into Isaiah. If we look back in Isaiah chapter 6, and this is that passage where, where Isaiah has the vision of the throne of God. Remember, the angel comes and he says, Woe am I, a man of unclean lips. The angel takes the coal off the altar of God, touches his lips with it, says, Look, Behold, your iniquity is taken away and your sin is purged. And in Isaiah 6 at verse 8, Also I heard the voice of the Lord saying, Whom shall I send and who will go for us? And then I said, Here am I, send me. Remember that great story. This is the, the initiation of Isaiah's prophethood. And this is what God said to him. God said, Go and tell this people, Keep on hearing, but do not understand. Keep on seeing, but do not perceive. Make the heart of this people dull and their eyes heavy and shut their eyes, lest they see with their eyes and hear with their ears and understand with their heart and return and be healed. Then I said, Lord, how long? And he answered, until the cities are laid waste and without inhabitant. The houses are without a man. The land is utterly desolate. The Lord has removed men far away and the forsaken places are many in the midst of the land. But yet a tent will be in it. And will return and be for consuming as a terebinth tree or as an oak, whose stump remains when it is cut down. So the holy seed shall be its stump. Aha! So here we have it. This is God dealing with Israel. He says to Isaiah, just go tell the people what they're going to do. They're going to keep listening, but they're not going to hear. They're going to keep watching, but they're not going to see. They're, they're, they're going to have every opportunity to turn from their sin, every opportunity to, to know me in a personal way, and yet their hearts are going to be hard and they're not going to do it. And ultimately, I'm going to just, you know, destroy them or let them be destroyed. I'm going to let them deal with the consequences of their own actions. But I'm going to preserve this remnant. A tenth will be there as the Holy See, right? So when we fast forward to Mark, Jesus is basically referencing back to this Isaiah passage, saying, I'm telling these things in parables, not because I don't want them to understand, but because they're not going to understand. But you, well, you are the remnant. You are the holy seed. You are the stump that remains and has green shoots coming out of it. To you has been given to understand the mystery of the kingdom, even though the reality of the kingdom is in clear view for as many as will receive it. And so Jesus isn't being mean. 
Jesus is being real. It's the fulfillment of what Isaiah went and prophesied. The Messiah is going to come. He's going to come. He's going to bring you the truth, the keys to the kingdom of God. And you're not going to hear him. And you're not going to see him. And your hearts are going to be hardened. And your land is going to be laid waste and desolate. And the people are going to be scattered around the world. All of those things happened, just like Isaiah said they would. And God is going to preserve for himself a little group out of which the kingdom is going to flourish. That's what's going on in this little midsection. Pretty interesting stuff. And hey, Jesus is going to explain the parable tomorrow. See you then. I hope you're enjoying this Bible study, this quick devotion. If you'd like more content, you'd like to know more about me and see more of the things that I'm doing, check out my website, theeclecticmonk.com. There you'll find out about my video vlog, my podcast, and a whole lot of other stuff. Hope you'll join me there. Thanks.